What's up, Freedom Church family? We are so glad that you've decided to join us today. Here at Freedom Church, we believe that God's word is crucial to experiencing his true freedom. We pray that you will find hope and that God will speak to you wherever you are through today's message. Yeah, we have a speaker in the house today and um, I wanna be able to um, present her. I, I believe that God has placed a message in her heart for today. I believe that God is going to use her in a special and mighty way. And I believe this is over everything that she has actual weight in her words. You know when somebody's talking and they really haven't lived life and you're like, I don't know if I could trust you with marriage, bro. You got married three days ago, right? That's not this. This is weight. This is prayer. This is experience about to speak in this place. So we're going to honor God. We're going to stand on our feet for the reading of the word. But we're also going to honor this woman. She's a mother, a grandmother, a wife. And gonna be a pastor y'all come on so it's my privilege and my honor if we can give her the biggest hand praise we got to Patsy come on let's get it loud in this place Come on, Danny, get it together. I need a lot of help. He said I was a mother and a grandmother. I'm a great grandmother many times, too. Oh, good. I have been blessed. I look at some of your faces and I think, oh, maybe they're disappointed <laughs> that I'm up here. Oh, no. Uh, well, anyway, here I am, and here you are. <laughs> and happy Mother's Day. <laughs> but, you know, I have three goals for today. One is to lift God up and just remind you, because I know you know God. You know who he is. Just want to remind you of his faithfulness, of his goodness, and how precious you are to him. Just a reminder that you mattered so much to him that he gave his only son to die for you. Just a reminder that you're so precious. Jesus gave his life for you. That makes you costly. You are precious in his sight. Don't let situations or the world tell you otherwise. That's my first goal. My second goal is to encourage all the mothers and all you men too. <laughs> we all need encouragement, don't we? And my third goal is to make our pastors not sorry that they asked me to do this. <laughs> So we begin, <laughs> and because I'm me, and because 
Pastor Israel will learn, as Pastor Brett has learned over the years, you really never know what you're going to get out of me. <laughs> so I'm going to sing you a little song. Now, when I was young, I had a decent voice. <clears throat> but a lot of years have gone <laughs> over the bridge, I guess. So I don't know really what this voice is going to be like, but I'm asking you, don't listen to the voice, listen to the words, because they tell a little message, and that's what I want you to hear. I need my glasses. All right, here we go. Oh yes, please be seated, be seated, be seated, absolutely. In the morning on a rising, ere you start your busy day, give these precious newborn moments to the Lord and kneel to pray. Gently add some Bible reading, mixing thoroughly with prayer. You will know such sweet communion, for the Savior will be there. Sprinkle all your days with kindness, using large amounts of cheer. Then combine some love and mercy, whensoe'er the needs appear. When your busy day is ended, I am sure you'll clearly see there is joy in serving Jesus when you use his recipe. Now, <laughs> I just took you on a flashback. 45, 50 years, I'm a young woman in children's church teaching children this song. So simple, jaunty little tune, but you know what? It teaches the principles that Jesus taught. Love God with all your heart. Put him first in your day. Think of others. Treat them kindly. Simple message. Gets the job done. Well, I guess that if I was to use a scripture for today, I would have to use Micah 6, 8. He has shown you what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. That's pretty well it, isn't it? Yeah. So I took you on a flashback there, and I'll give you the title. A talk has to have a title, doesn't it? Okay. I would title this talk, Truth, Illusion, Choice. See the subtitles? Truth is light. Oh, we need light in our lives, don't we? Illusion. Oh, that's the lie. And choice? Now, choice is what you do that sets your days and sets your life. Oh, sometimes we hate that word choice, don't we? Because we've made some bad ones in our life, but we've made some good ones too. So anyway, all right, on the flashback, 
well, okay, uh, we did that. It's simple truth and it teaches a lesson to children, but it teaches us a lesson too. Now I'm gonna ask you to flip forward 20 or 30 years. Now you may know this little ditty that I'm gonna sing for you. It was on TV. I can't remember the decade, sorry. But it was out there. Some of you may know it. You may re remember it. Now, picture a woman, nice looking woman, dressed for success. You can tell by looking at her. She knows who she is, she knows where she's going, and how to get there. Now I'm gonna sing you her little song. I can bring home the bacon. <laughs> the pan and never ever let you forget you're a man cause I am woman <laughs> okay you got you got that picture didn't you yeah <laughs> oh she is in charge let me tell you she is superwoman she is super wife she is super mom. And I can pretty well guarantee you, when you see this woman, sometimes at night, way down to the last, the end of her day, she is super tired. Now, why would I say that? Why would I think that? Because it's an illusion. It's a lie. The world tells us we can have it all. We can be it all. We can do it all. It's a lie. That's not who God made us. You know, in the Word, Jesus talks to us about being sheep. Now, The world has given sheep a really bad rap, a really bad name because they say sheep are stupid animals. Well now, Jesus does not paint that picture. But in life, we have an enemy. Now he's a liar and a deceiver, Satan, and he convinces us of things that we think we can do and have and be. And we try to go there. We make those decisions. And they, they hurt us. Now it's not always decisions that we make. There's other people that come into our life that we really have no control over. And they can cause injury and hurt. They can damage our lives. Sometimes it's situations where you have no control over it and it damages your life. That's because of the deceiver. 
That's because of the enemy of our soul. His desire is to take us down, to remove us from God's faithful care and love. But Jesus likens us to sheep, like I said, but he doesn't liken us to someone who is stupid. Jesus says that sheep need a shepherd. They need to be taken care of. You know what that tells me? We're fragile. Now some of you men may not think you're fragile, but you're made out of the same dirt I am. You're fragile. We are fragile. We need to be taken care of. Anybody here feel like you're fragile? I sure do. I need to be taken care of. Jesus offers us that. He says he is the good shepherd. And his sheep know his voice. And we come at his call. Oh, that's the cry of my heart. That I would know my good shepherd's voice. Hear him. And quickly run and do what it is he's saying to me. So he likens us to sheep that need to be taken care of, that need a shepherd. But all these situations, the people in our lives, the, the maybe, maybe not bad choices, but choices that just didn't take us down the right road, what do they lead to in our life? Where do they take us? Well, uh, I think that's where my, my little teacup would come in here. This teacup is beautiful. And there's a story about this teacup. Years ago, as a grandmother, before I had all the great-grandchildren too, I would have teas for my grandchildren. I would get them and bring them to my house, keep them overnight. We would have teas. We'd do other things that were fun. But all of my grandchildren remembered the teas. And sometimes I would just take the children from one family and take them for the tea and stay overnight. Sometimes I would mix them up. I would get some kids from one family, some kids from another family, get those cousins together and they would have a rip-roaring time. <laughs> they loved it. Well, one day I had the mixed families, the cousins there, and we were having our tea. Now I had these little teeny tiny teacups with little teeny tiny spoons that you could stir it with. And I had bigger ones. And of course, when the kids got older, they began to choose the bigger teacups, you know. So now I'm telling a story on Brina here. She was about five years old. And if any of you saw Brina when she was five, oh, she was not to be resisted. <laughs> And I certainly could not. So anyway, my niece sent this teacup to me from Illinois because she knew about all my teas with my grandchildren. Now, I just, she didn't tell me, but I happened to know it was an expensive teacup from where she got it from. 
It was expensive, and she sent it to me. Oh, when I saw that, I just set that up. I didn't even have tea out of it. I just sat there and let it be pretty for a while. Now, I didn't have it very long. And so one day we have the cousins there. Brina is about five years old. I tell the kids, pick your cup, pick your cup. Brina sees this. Oh, Mimo, I want to use that one. Oh, Brina, Rhonda just sent that to me, and I don't want it to get broken. Oh, Mima, I won't break it. Oh, please let me use it. Could you resist it? Well, I didn't either. <laughs> so Brina used the teacup. Oh, my goodness, she was so happy. And do you think she stayed in her chair? No, of course not. <laughs> she was standing up with the teacup. And I mean, we were not five minutes into that tea and this cup was on the floor. Yeah. Oh, believe me when I tell you, those look like buckets of teardrops coming out of those little five-year-old eyes. Oh, it was so pitiful. I'm, I don't think I ever saw tears that big. But I was getting them that day, right away. I said, oh, Brina, 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 it's a thing. It's a thing. And I gathered up the pieces. I said, I'll glue it up. We'll be okay. We'll be fine. So Brina got happy again. She chose her another teacup. And she went right back to having tea with her cousins. Happy day. Well, I want you to know, Mr. Teacup is not the same. <laughs> Except for when she had tea in it, it's never had tea in it in its life. So, he's cracked. I think a lot of us are like this teacup. We're cracked. Life has not just crazy cracked, but cracked because of what life has done to us. Life, has, life can be mean. Decisions we made, people that's come into our lives, situations, it cracks us. Oh, oh, no, on the outside, we look just like this teacup. We, everybody says, how you doing? We say, oh, I'm just doing great. And inside, we are so broken. We are so hurting. Some of us are just cracked. Then there's others of us that, well, when you turn this cup around, there's a little chunk right out of it. Some of us have chunks out of our lives. And then there's others of us that we are just shot full of holes. You ever feel that way? Not just cracked anymore, not just broken, just shot full of holes. So bad that you feel like the very life is leaking out of you. Well, with this teacup, I glued it. Because I felt like, somehow in me, I felt like this teacup could have purpose. And you see it here today. Glued up purpose. But the glue that I used, I would be afraid to put hot tea in it because I would be afraid that the tea, the glue would kind of disintegrate and taint the tea. Or I'd be afraid the whole doggone cup would just fall apart and everything would run all over the table. 
So it has purpose, but I can't use it. But you know, that's what Satan tells us. We're just so broken. We are so shot full of holes that we have no purpose anymore. We can't be used. Where's that? It's a lie. It's a lie. You have to make a choice. Oh, choice, yes. Make a choice for life. Because the lie that you're broken, that you're so cracked, that you can't be used anymore, it's a lie from the enemy. And it will short-circuit your life. Because God has purpose for you. God has a plan for your life. Now, God's glue is not like my glue. When I used that glue, they called it super glue. But A, it can only go so far. God's glue really is super glue. Because God has a precious mixture. God has a bomb. A bomb is an oil of healing. And it's mingled. It's a mingled glue. It's mingled with the blood of Jesus. When he pours that glue into your life, that bomb over you, it's not like this teacup. You can still see the cracks. God's bomb, his glue, it just causes those cracks, those injuries, those hurts to just meld together. You can't even see them anymore. They don't live in your life anymore. And for those of you that has, you have a chip knocked out of you, God's able to put that chip back in. And for those of us that are just shot full of holes, God's glue causes a spiritual flesh to grow back on those holes. And you can be new. Jesus said he made all things new. He makes all things new. We are new creatures when we make the choice for life. When we make the choice to make him our good shepherd. Well, I don't know. Well, yeah. I want to talk to you about all the cracks and all the hurts and they cause suffering. Suffering. Oh yeah. I think we've all suffered in one way or another. Due to other people, situations in life, choices we made. Now, suffering changes you. We may not like suffering, but it's going to happen in life. Because Jesus told us, in this world, you will have tribulation. So when this suffering happens, once again, you have to make a choice. 
you either let suffering harden you and turn you from the plan of God, turn you from the good things of life, or you let it soften you. You let it melt any hardness in your life. You let God show you how he'll use that suffering. Because he does. I mean, have you ever come across someone that is suffering in the way, same way you have suffered and you're able to help them? That's how God uses suffering in our lives. So, once again, you make a choice. Will you harden to that suffering, to those hurts, to those cracks and bumps and breaks and holes? Or will you let God heal them and be used? Because Satan tells you the lie. You're beyond use. But God says, no, you're precious to him. You are precious to him. There isn't anything that's ever happened in your life that can keep you from God's purpose if you will choose him. If you will choose life. If you will choose truth. So, you have to make that choice. Okay. This, pretty well, I think everyone that is in here that you know God, you've accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior, you've chosen to live for him. If not, truly, I invite you right now because you can do it. All you have to do is think it in your mind. I invite you to say, Father, I'm sorry for the mistakes and the wrong choices I've made. Jesus, I accept you as my personal savior. Forgive me. Come in, be Lord of my life. Be my good shepherd. It's that simple. But then you have to make a choice. You have to decide to change, change your life. Now, you might say, I want to believe that God can really heal me up. I want to believe that my life can be different, that it can be a life of purpose. I, I want to believe it, but you have trouble believing it. You have trouble getting a hold of those truths of light to make your life better. Well, I've got a scripture for that too. Because God, yes, he said in this world you will have tribulation. There's another part to that scripture. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And he has. And so, if you're having trouble accepting his truth and living in it, you need a little more faith. How do you get faith? The answer is Romans 10, 17. 
So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Yes. So, I'm just going to tell you that if you are not choosing to spend time each day in the Word of God and time talking with Him, not just talking at Him, talking with Him, then you are doing what we call in our family, cutting off your nose to spite your face. Who would do that, right? But if you are not looking into God's word, if you are not seeking him daily, that's exactly what you're doing. You are setting yourself up for failure. Now, the first thing Satan's going to jump on that, he's going to say, you don't really have two hours a day to spend reading the word and praying. Well, he's, God's not asking for that. I don't know, is there anywhere, maybe I'm wrong, but is there anywhere in scripture where he specifies, you must spend this much time? I, I don't know of any. God will meet you. He will hear you. Five minutes a day, five minutes a day reading the word, five minutes a day talking with him. He'll meet you. He'll see you. He'll know you're sincere. He'll do something about your situation. He will. How do I know? Because I've been broken. I am broken. I'm still broken after all these years. But I'm sure a lot less broken than I was 40 years ago. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I know. And I know God will meet you with 10 minutes a day. You want to know God a little better? You want a little more of his strength and his understanding? Oh, give him 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. You see where I'm going with that? Where do you want to go with God? What do you want to do? But God will accept you as you are, starting where you are, giving the time that you feel like you can give. And, oh, of course, everything will come in to crowd out that time. Everything. Choice. Oh, choice again. You have to make a choice. Set some other things aside. Make it a point to set some other things aside to have a time with God. It'll pay off. It will pay off. The word and time with God so that you know what truth and light is, what the illusion or the lie is, and God will help you to make the choice for your life to be a good life. So I just want to leave you with the scripture because it's truly life. Nehemiah 8.10 Go your way and eat the fat and drink the sweet and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow for the joy of the Lord 
is your strength. Yes, yes. This is a good day. This is a happy day. This is a day to be with families and enjoy them. To thank the Lord for what he's done. To understand that he is a God of mercy and grace. You're precious to him. And he will help you. But you have to make the choice. Choose God. Choose life. Happy Mother's Day. If you would like to learn more about who we are and what we believe at Freedom Church, then make sure you visit our website at freedomchurchfamily.com. You will find it easy to invest in this ministry as well as be a part of our upcoming events. Thank you so much for listening and remember to subscribe to hear more messages like this one. We pray you accept this gift of freedom and share it with someone you know.